January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Let's go see the Welcome to the weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Adversaries on a Patriot Home Funding Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Because after all, you are listening on the Salem Media Group's News Talk Station of the Year, ladies and gentlemen. So very proud to be a part of all that right here. And so very proud to have you in the audience out there. And, of course, you could also be listening on, well, first of all, on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. And, of course, the AnswerOrlando.com website, where we want you to join the Answer Seekers Club so you can have the opportunity to win a lot of great prizes in the Book of the Month Club, the... $250 gift certificate to uh, Images Auto Spas and the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores and all kinds of other benefits right there waiting for you. You can also listen, of course, on our excellent website, AmericanAdversaries.com, your Alexa devices. And if you haven't already, please download the free Answer Orlando app in your smart devices, which no doubt, if you're like most of us, you don't leave home without them. So you can always have the great programming here 24-7. And don't forget, yes, indeed, we are rumbling. And that is American Adversaries on Rumble. And please do become 
become one of our rumblers while you are there, like so many of you have already done, and a big tip of the hat to you. All right, it is a Patriot Home Funding Friday, and of course that means we're featuring... Pierce Outlaw. Hello, all you irredeemable deplorables, dregs of society, and bitter clingers. By now, you have probably seen the viral video of the Channel 2 reporter outside ORMC Wednesday night who was crying in sorrow after a reporter was murdered. While I have total sympathy for her and even more for the slain and their families, these events in real time with real people in our community are in part a result of a paradigm shift in the media. When the media reports the headline and not the story, there is a cost to society. The headline is a narrative spun as fact. Truth becomes opinion, the story becomes lost. The headline is that a 19-year-old killed a journalist. The story is that the killer had a violent gun crime history and was free to kill because, in the words of D.A., Monique Worrell, all of his previous crimes were as a juvenile. Like that makes the crime and the effect on the victims in the community any less severe. He, like so many repeat offenders who graduate to even bigger crimes, should have never been on the street. And that's a product of far left soft on crime policies. The headline is among the dead as a nine-year-old. The story is that there is a cultural right that has taken God out of the schools, de-emphasized the nuclear family, taken traditional values out of the culture, and criminal justice has been replaced by social justice to the detriment of our children. The headline is that a former public defender won an election for DA. The story is that the last two prosecutors in that district are bankrolled by George Soros, and that has made the district far less safe. The headline is that Governor Scott removed Aramis Ayala from capital cases in an ideological disagreement. The story is that Ayala didn't follow policy. The headline is that the Demings are an upwardly mobile ex-cop political power couple. The story is that things have deteriorated under their watch and she was thoroughly rebuked at the state level this past November. The headline is that WOKE Channel 2 canceled a televised debate because of COVID policies. The story is that the voters were robbed of the chance to see rising conservative star Scotty Moore compared head-to-head against a far-left backbencher who owes his seat to demographics and demagoguery. (laughs) With the power of reach and influence comes the responsibility of thoroughness and truth is why the founders gave us freedom of the press. Maybe this will be a watershed moment for local news, and they will reflect and start reporting the story instead of the headlines. It should be. It is their civic duty. But what is more likely is that tears will be shed, tributes will be given, words will be spoken, the dead will be buried, and the media circus will move on. Pray for the fallen and for their families, but also pray for reflection and change, and pray for the return of God and the truth, because that's where the answer truly lies. Very good. Pierce Outlaw. 
I am the philosopher, political mad scientist Christopher Hart. Jeff Sennis is on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. Nostradamus will be joining us here shortly with a fistful of stories. And, of course, the killer bee will be joining us live from the hive. I think he'll be joining us from the hive tonight, his own hive. And, of course, uh, he is the author of Truth Be Told. And a lot of truth in what Pierce was just saying there. We talked about it a little bit last night, but uh, he's absolutely right. But I don't think that the local news media is going to have that wake-up, although this could be a wake-up call for them, but uh, they're just too busy reporting those headlines to get to the, as Paul Harvey used to say, the rest of the story, right? So, And isn't that why Rush Limbaugh named them the drive-by media? Drive-by media, exactly, and now they're going to drive by their own, uh, but uh, of course uh, they're going to depict themselves as victims in the process. Uh, and it's a shame. You know, it was it was random. I don't think the guy meant to kill somebody in the news media. They just happened to be there, wrong place, wrong time type thing. Uh, the vehicle they were in was unmarked, so it was not like he was looking for somebody in a Spectrum vehicle or something. Uh, so this is the, a result of the wanton violence that's going on all over the place, as you were referring to. And until we do get back to our roots and our Judeo-Christian heritage, we will continue to suffer this kind of mayhem. And, and it's a shame, but they'll be sitting there continuing to report it, as, you know, just like Russ said, uh, drive-by shooting, um, drive-by media. So uh, today uh, started with uh, some bad economic news because the news told us that the prices well, that inflation is still here and actually heated up again a little bit. Yeah, this morning we had the Fed's preferred gauge of inflation uh, release, which is the Personal Consumption and Expenditures Index, was up 0.6% month over month, 5.4% year over year, and that's actually hotter than it was in December, up 0.2% from November to December, so a four-tenths increase in one month. The the 0.6% is the highest month-over-month increase since last June when the CPI was 9.1%. So with all of the Fed increases in rates, we're going the wrong way with inflation. Inflation's actually increasing. And, of course, this is a product of all the money that the Biden administration has dumped into the the economy and the mixed messages coming from the Fed and the Biden administration. Uh, con- the core rate, which is excluding food and energy, was up also 0.6% month over month versus 4.4% the previous month, 4.7% year over year. And that was up a tenth from December. Consumer spending was up 1.8% month over month in January. That is not inflation adjusted. So part of that 1.8% is inflation. But nevertheless, the spending was higher. Mm -hmm. That goes along with, as we've reported, the 517,000 new jobs created in January. The 3.4% unemployment rate, which is the lowest since 1969. Savings rates rose, which I think is more of a retrenchment and defensive strategy on the part of households, because at the same time, credit card spending and balances rose dramatically again to the highest level in history, and hardship 401k withdrawals rose again. The Fed increase of uh, 
a quarter of a percent in March, what the market has been looking for, is almost guaranteed. But what the numbers that we've seen over the past three weeks, going back to that hot employment number on the first Friday of the month, what these do is increase the likelihood of further uh, rate increases as we go through the year, and also a longer pivot period where the Fed stops raising rates but lets the rates sit to bleed into the economy really causing a recession before they start lowering rates again. Um, We're kind of back to the 1990s in a lot of ways. Hmm. The one-year T-bill is yielding 5.03% right now. That's up from 1.16% at this same time last Last year. year. The two years at 4.85%, the highest in 16 years. So if you think about it, the yields have flipped on Scott stocks and bonds. Mike's been talking about this, but for a long time, low interest rates drove almost all investment into real estate and stocks. And now the bond rates are almost approaching the cap rates on rental real estate. And so the economy is basically flipped. Times are getting worse. Well, what you have is everything is cyclical. This is an ebb and flow type thing. You know, it was the tide was coming in. Now the tide's going out, right? Easiest but, way to put it. But you know, you know, somebody who knows their way around, uh, you know, the mon- monetary markets, the money markets, like Mike, he he knows. You see when the tide's getting ready to go out, and when it goes out, he knows where you want to be when the tide goes out. When the tide goes back in, he knows where you want to be. And he's been talking about it, like you said, on the show. And spot on. And you're right. I would imagine now certainly there is going to be at least another quarter point. It might even jack it up another half point. Um, And it's well on its way to 6%. And, of course, that's going to be a huge drag on our, our economy and the budget. So, But these numbers are here for a while uh, to stay. I, and I believe what we're seeing, because you saw uh, you know, a little bit of a tempering to the inflation, like in the fall and toward the end of the year, and now it's coming back. Well, w- well what went down a little bit in price and then started going back up? Oil, right? Energy cost. Also so, the NASDAQ, which yeah. that's turned around now, though. Yeah, but, uh, but in terms of inflation, the, the pressure on inflation, I think a, a huge part of it is turning around the cost of energy. And for all of their protestations and threats to Russia, uh, Russia is still sitting pretty good. China's buying all the oil they want to sell. And that means China's not buying on the other markets. And so there is a sort of a flip going on there as well. And by the way, China also themselves have signed a a 25-year deal with the Taliban to get oil out of Afghanistan. Now, there aren't really any oil wells in Afghanistan, but evidently there is oil in Afghanistan. And there's mineral rights, too, for the lithium for these ion batteries and everything. They've already cornered that market. That's right. And so there's this, uh, you know, and then, of course, here you have the Biden administration wanting to squeeze the oil market and blame them for the high prices in the meantime. So it is uh, an ebb and flow type thing, and when the tide goes out, it can go out for a while. Like Pierce said, this is uh, this these interest rates are here to stay high for a while because the spending is going to go on for a while. 
This also coincides with the spending, these massive spending bills. Uh, that money is beginning to go out now to various agencies and various businesses and various uh, uh, municipalities or whatever. And as that money gets spent, it's going to keep prices high. And it, it's, it's going to be also uh, we're seeing uh, that in these bills that there is bribe money. Uh, the the one bribe that we talked about before had to do with the red flag laws. Remember? Yep. They were they were bri- bribing basically states to implement these red flag laws. Well, in the Build Back Better bill, they are also bribing utility companies to close down, you know, coal fired and 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 older power plants and sell them off. And they're they're offered they get the money after they divest themselves of these plants. So it's not just close them down and put them in storage or something like that. It's close them down and get rid of them. And we're talking about you know coal-fired power plants primarily, but also some natural gas-fired power plants. And they're also looking at hydroelectric stuff. And course we're all don't worry because you know they're gonna you know build more solar farms and more windmills and stuff like that even though they're unreliable don't work and are detrimental to the environment even more so than uh, internal combustion engines and coal-fired power plants and yes i do mean that when i said it so this is uh it's a travesty but that money is going to be flooding in you know putting upward pressure and in the process they're trying to buy off our our nation uh, and in 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 chunks, and that's in concert with in conjunction rather with the ESG policies that yep. Wall Street are putting in. So the two together is a bad synchronicity for uh, Main Street America. It's like an economic vice of sorts, squeezing the free markets and. And it's to implement bad policy decisions, bad policies. So, but, you know, uh, we can do something about it if we can last for another couple of years, right? All right, in the meantime, I hope you last for a couple of more minutes because we'll be right back after this break with more of the American Adversaries on a Patriot Home Funding Friday. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Join us for the 38th annual Central Florida All-British Car Show at Henry's Depot, 212 West 1st Street in Sanford, on April 1st from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come see nearly 200 classic British cars, visit our vendors, and have lunch at Henry Depot's fabulous food court. Exhibitors and vendors can arrive for the show at 8 a.m., and trophies will be awarded at 3. Registrations can be done at our website at BritishCarClubOfCentralFlorida.com. It's free to the public with free parking, and it's a great day of family fun. Don't forget to join us Friday night, March 31st at 5.30 at the Post Time Lounge in Castleberry for our annual pre-show meet and greet. Make it a weekend of fun at the Central Florida All-British Car Show. 
Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at herringcpa.com. Network sound and video. Are you moving, downsizing, cleaning, or consolidating your garage, attic, storage unit? You'll probably find some pretty valuable family archives like 8mm film, videotapes, photos, slides, records, and cassettes. Well, now is the perfect time to have us transfer your family memories to new digital formats. Share your treasures with family, friends, classmates, business associates, and military buddies. Call or visit Network Sound and Video, 407-834-8555. 407-834-8555. It's official. Tijuana Flats now has carnitas. Try our new Queso Blanco Carnitas Chimichanga, Spicy Habanero Carnitas Burrito, and Chipotle Barbecue Pork Tacos. Order now at TijuanaFlats.com. Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You won't believe how real the experience is. To clean better, with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com. Call me and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg, and you can sell your home with ease with the Golden Group. 407-484-2689. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Answer traffic westbound I-4, slow around Lake Mary, around Colonial, and from Kirkman out towards U.S. 27, eastbound I-4, slow from Old Polk Road to Apopka Vineland, around Fairbanks, and from Lake Mary up to Monroe. Crash on 434 eastbound past 436, slow downs on the beach line westbound headed into I-4. Your latest answer traffic, I'm Dave Dorica. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been working for the weekend. It is here. All right. Once again, thanks for tuning in to the American Adversaries. It is the one-year anniversary of the war in Ukraine. We'll get to that here in a moment. But Sharita is on the line. Sharita, happy weekend to you. Happy weekend to you, too. Thank you. Um, Yesterday, I phoned up, you know, for contest. But I meant to say before I went into that how proud I was of uh, our former President Trump, 
how how pleased I was that he went to visit those people in East Palestine. And, you know, because I've had them on my mind since this disaster happened. And I just feel awful about the whole thing. Well, you, you know, know, with all their animals dying and people and, and animals getting sick. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was pleased that Trump took an interest and, and went up there. Well, you know, uh, we're going to talk about this a little bit more in the next hour of the show. But yes, yeah. uh, it showed that it, you know he sincerely cares about these people. He <laughs> he stopped at the McDonald's on the way, bought uh, hamburgers and stuff for the first responders, and told the people at McDonald's. He said, "I know the menu better than you do." <laughs> so <laughs> he spent so much time there. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, you know, and it was because he went there that the government finally did get off the dime and start providing aid to those people, which they should have been providing from the very beginning. Uh, the, yeah, it must be awful to them out there. Yeah. and you know, But, even, but you know, excuse yeah. me real quick, to both of you, it, it's a metaphor of how they feel about all of us in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. We're a pain in their backsides. That's what we all are. Mm-hmm. We're a pain in their butts. And if we don't do what they want us to do, where you know they're going to treat us with disdain, and I do believe that 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 comes out in, in events like this, Pierce. Yeah, and furthermore, what President Trump demonstrated with this, and even his comments on Ukraine, is true leadership. And the other thing that goes along with this is the comments from Joy Behar on The View saying that the people of East Palestine got what they deserved because Uh, they didn't vote for a Democrat. Like I said, we're going to get to that a little bit later. But you're right, back to Trump. And, of course, uh, old Mayor Pete wouldn't have gone there if it hadn't been for Trump. And then he shows up Mm -hmm. looking like a, a lost duck, talking about Pete. So, Well, I should think he's very embarrassed. Well, I would think so, too. He, had, he issued a, sort of a tepid, you know, lukewarm apology today, saying he should have already been there. Yeah. Well, duh. You, you would think after, what, a couple of years on the job, you'd know what to do by now? Yeah, assuming he's capable of being embarrassed. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Sharita, and thanks for listening. Appreciate you so much. Well, thank you for listening to me. Thank you. All right. You got it. All right. We'll be right back with more Patriot Home Funding Friday on the American Adversaries Radio Show. back home from overseas to the USA. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. U.S. First Lady Jill Biden says there's pretty much nothing left to do but choose the time and place for President Joe Biden's re-election announcement. She made the comments in an exclusive interview with the Associated Press in Kenya, the second and final stop of her five-day visit to Africa. Ukraine's leader is pledging to push for victory in 2023 as he and other Ukrainians mark the somber anniversary of the Russian invasion that upended their lives and Europe's security. President Volodymyr Zelensky said February 24, 2022 was Ukraine's longest day, but the country's dogged resistance a year on has proven that every tomorrow is worth fighting for. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 336 points. The Nasdaq dropped 195. The S&P 500 lower by 42. More details at srnnews.com. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. And to traffic, westbound I-4, slow around Lake Mary, around Colonial, and from Kirkman out towards U.S. 27. Eastbound I-4, slow from Old Polk Road to Apopka Island, around Fairbanks, 
and from Lake Mary up towards Monroe. 434 crashed eastbound past 436. Slowdowns around there. Beach line slow westbound into I-4 and eastbound into the Greenway. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorico. Welcome to the American Adversaries. Drive time. The Titans of Talk Radio on AM 950 and FM 94.9. The Answer. Online at TheAnswerOrlando.com, AmericanAdversaries.com. Streaming on Rumble. And a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action. That I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free, and I won't forget. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. All righty, welcome back to the American Adversaries Radio Show, and welcome to you folks now listening on WACX and watching TV. That is the Super Channel 55.7. Nostra Dennis has joined us in the Relax and Comfort Studio. Hi, guys. Happy Friday, y'all. Nostra Dennis uh-huh. predicts the past. I do. Every day. Every day. <laughs> He's very good at it. Of course, it is Patriot Home Funding Friday. Got Pierce Outlaw in here as well. Along with myself, Christopher Hart, I am on the Crystal Clear Thompson Jewelers Diamond Microphone. Jeff is on the bridge. And today is, of course, the one-year anniversary of the war in Ukraine. And uh, to celebrate, uh, Biden gave him another $2 billion today. And this would be in military stuff as well as humanitarian aid. That's where we're paying their salaries and things. And, and pensions. And pensions, that's right. And uh, there was another category. But basically, we're just lavishing them with money to pay for everything that they have, need, will need in the future. And by the way, the World Bank is predicting that it will cost upwards of $350 billion to rebuild. Now, I, I wonder if that's like the damage done so far. Or is that to just totally rebuild the whole doggone country? Because it sounds pretty low to me. And is the World Bank calculating this because the world plans to do this? Or is well, this something they're going to pin the tab on Russia to do? No, well, they're going to pin the tab on us because we're the ones that got the, the wherewithal, at least temporarily. Um, but then, of course, we'd have to borrow the money. But uh, that's for another day. So the question is, how many more years? You know, Biden just came back from over there where he anybody that would listen to him, whether it was a speech or a private meeting, he was making it a point to say, we're here as long as it takes. As long as it takes. How long is that going to be? Well, we don't know. As long as it takes. So then you have to wonder, then, what is it going to mean to end this thing? Um, so the question is, how many more years if we're going to go at this pace? And once again, we've already appropriated $113 billion to the effort. So far of that, and this does not include the $2 billion today, by the way, uh, $32 billion has gone for military aid, $13 billion for economic aid, and so far $2 billion for so-called humanitarian aid. And that economic and humanitarian aid is kind of the same thing. We're just giving them a bunch of cash money. 
and the military aid is mostly in the form of hardware. Uh, that they are that we're giving them the money in some cases and making them buy it like those Abrams tanks, they got to buy the tanks from the manufacturer. So it's of course they got to manufacture the doggone things, right? Yeah, and it's and, by American, and those manufacturers right. are big supporters of our current swamp. Right. So the point the point here being that the way this money is being doled out. It's guaranteeing that this will go on ad infinitum yeah. until somebody puts an end to it. If this war ended either way, what would they all do? Yeah, well, what would they all do? What would that look like, right? Uh, you know, it's interesting that something that we've been saying on the show for a year, uh, first of all, there are no good guys in this, and second of all, that this uh, that this thing will go on for a long time until or unless somebody decides to put an end to it. And when I say end to it, that can mean a lot of different things, right? It can mean pouring the rest of that $113 billion in there immediately, uh, putting U.S. troops in there, uh, establishing a no-fly zone and doing all this other stuff. That might end it quickly. Of course, it might also get us quickly into World War III, which probably will end pretty quickly. Uh, that's the one thing about a full-scale, all-out nuclear World War III is it won't take long, <laughs> but the aftermath is going to take a long time if we ever get to that. Uh, in the meantime, uh, the Russians are not fully, you know, the, the Pentagon is, they're full of it. They're just, they lie repeatedly about what's going on over there. More and more people are beginning to realize what we've been saying for a year, and that is that the Ukrainians do not have enough Ukrainians to win this here war. That the Russians have a lot more Russians than the Ukrainians have Ukrainians, and they can march them in there week after week, and month after month. And that's one of the reasons I, I heard on the previous show before ours, they were talking about the Russians are sending you know, conscripted soldiers who are poorly trained and poorly yeah, trained. Uh, uh, well, that's why. <laughs> well, uh, I, I wouldn't give as much credence to that as anything that these people tell us. Okay? You know, and, and by the way, you stick an AK-47 in your hands and give them a few weeks of training, they're lethal. Right? And if you got tens of thousands of them, and you just keep marching them in there, and of course softening up your targets with artillery. See, I don't think there's as much killing going on amongst the soldiers as they would have us believe. Uh, I, I, certainly, I think the casualties are well into the tens of thousands, but that would include dead and wounded. But the, the Ukrainians just don't have as And by the way, they're also going down the street, snatching people off the street, and, and conscripting them. It, because they're desperate for soldiers, too. So at some point, if this keeps going on and they run out of soldiers, where are they going to get them? They're going to have to go to the senior citizens, females, children, <laughs> no, 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 no. They're going to have to go to NATO. And NATO is going to have to stick their toe into that conflict over there if they want it to keep going. Because Putin's not going to give up. He's not going to back down. He's going to have his day, and he's going to have his say. So, meanwhile, China is getting more and more involved in this. They made it clear from the early on that they stood with Russia, 
Uh, but they also uh, played played up this uh, idea that they were, you know, this sort of uh, calming factor on Putin, and they would help him, but not enough, you know, to to really make this escalate. Well, that's out the window, and they are now much more bold about helping Russia. They're much more bold about signing agreements with Russia and these other states, which hate our guts. And I'm talking about Iran and Afghanistan. And they've come up, however, with their own peace plan. Yeah, and they released it on the anniversary of the initial engagement or invasion. And what it sounds more like is that China are the leaders, the same people in the room. What I'm going to read you that China put out is what the United States should have done. And they put out a 12-point proposal. See if this sounds pretty reasonable. Respecting the sovereignty of all countries. Abandoning the Cold War mentality. <laughs> ceasing hostilities. Resuming peace talks. Resolving the humanitarian crisis. Protecting civilians and POWs. Keeping nuclear power plants safe. Reducing strategic risk facilitating grain exports, stopping unilateral sanctions, keeping industrial and supply chains stable, and promoting post-conflict reconstruction. (laughs) Of course, everything the West is not willing, nor do they even want to do. Because, of course, that means that Russia will not be punished for what they have done. And they don't, in these, this proposal, as you said, it was something we should have done. It does sound like something maybe this administration would have done, because it's there are lofty goals there. But how do you get to that, like, respect sovereignty? <laughs> Those are philosophical goals. That, that doesn't, you can't just sit down at a table in one day and come up with that. Right, right. And is the administration between a rock and a hard place because of the corruption in Ukraine, and plus the fact we had those 14 biolabs? This administration is in between a rock and a hard place because they were a part of the corruption in Ukraine long before they got to this administration, which is, by the way, we're going to talk to Mike McCormick about this on Sunday night. Uh, I've talked about him before. I've actually read pieces of his book, Biden Unauthorized, because he was a White House stenographer, and it's their job to sit in on the meetings where the press isn't there to take notes. And he traveled pretty extensively with Biden when he was the vice president and would sit in on those meetings. So uh, we'll be talking with him because uh, Biden's involvement in the Ukraine goes way back. Yeah, and I'd like to ask him what he knows about Victoria Nuland, too, because she seems to be the central player in this. You can certainly uh, call in and get involved in that uh, interview. So, um, But it is uh, uh, back to, uh, to, to Russia and this, this war. Uh, they're they're not going to background it, and and you mentioned those labs, those bio labs. You know, uh, if I would love it if somebody, you know, all all of the one of these, you know, know it alls who is just t- totally convinced that no, oh no, that this is Putin. He's trying to reconstitute the Soviet Union, and and and, and if he goes through Afghanistan, he's going to roll into Moldova. He's going to roll into Poland. He's going to roll all through Europe. It, it, that just, you, you have to, well, what did I call it the other day? You have to suspend disbelief to, to follow that. Well, he, they did it before, didn't they? Well, do you remember the circumstances in Europe when Russia actually const, constituted the Soviet Union, when they, when, when they declared this is the Soviet Union? 
Do you remember what it was like, what had just happened in Europe? World War One. Well, no, uh, no, it was, it was, that was, earlier? That, that was the beginning of it, but the real division happened after World War Two. Exactly. Okay. When the lines were clearly drawn, this is Soviet Union block, this is Soviet block, that's Western block. They even cut Berlin in half. And of course, Berlin is in East Germany, which was part of the Soviet bloc. And we agreed to it. That's right. And so they didn't have to conquer anything. It was already done. So what would it take to retake Poland? They would have to fight against one of the most organized and and, and nastiest fighting forces in the world. It ain't going to happen. Putin ain't that stupid, and even if he was, he would be in worse shape than he is in Ukraine. And he ain't in great shape, but he is not going to lose, at least not anytime soon. And remember when this first happened a year ago? What were we told about Putin? Do you remember what they were saying about Putin at the time? What was he? He, he, was, he was one of two things or both. Well, he's crazy. He was crazy. That was one. And also in poor health, and his days were numbered, which that's, that's clearly not the case. You, you both got a cigar. You, what, what, you hear any more of that talk? Every now and then we hear, yeah, Putin's got cancer. He's going to die. Hey, look, listen, there are some cancers that you can live with a long time. He looked pretty good the other day. He sure did. And he didn't stumble going up the stairs to his airplane either. Right? You know, we've been fed nothing but lies by these people. Finally, the other morning, I saw Lisa Booth actually say this on Stuart Varney. I mentioned it last night. Why should we believe people who have been lying to us about everything? It's like this, uh, this, this Murdoch trial or whatever you say. Is it Murdoch or Murdo? Or, anyway. he, he gets on the stand and he admits about lying about everything, and yet you're going to believe him when he says he didn't kill his wife and kid? No! You're an idiot if you do. When he says he lies about everything except one thing, the burden of proof falls to him to prove that he didn't lie about that. In other words, that he didn't kill the people. And he can't prove that because he did. But he's a very good liar, and so are the people in the media. And by the way, so is Joe Biden. He can lie to your face and get away with it. He got kicked out of two presidential election campaigns because he was a liar. And plagiarism. And here he is. Right? And that's, Why would you believe him about anything? Well, you know, it's Putin. we got to get that Putin. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're doing Biden's bidding for him when you make those arguments because they're not based in reality. Even if Putin did want to reconstitute the old Soviet Union, it would be impossible. And he's not that crazy, and he ain't that sick, and he ain't that stupid. But what he is is a, a, a full-out Russian, and he wants Mother Russia to stay Mother Russia. And that's what this is all about. And as far as, once again, the people, well, you know, he wants to re- take over the continent. Of, okay, well, tell me, what, what are his gripes? What, do either one of you uh, y'all know what Putin's gripes are? Do you know why you don't know what his gripes are? Oh, I haven't heard it in the media. No, I'm, yeah. Nobody will tell you. Now, there are sources you can go, and I've gone there, and I've read them and, 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 and seen his speech translated. And he's got a whole litany of gripes. And you t- said that the, what Chinese said you know, sounded reasonable. His gripes sound very reasonable. 
And if you look at history, they're pretty doggone accurate. A lot more accurate than the historical accounts we get in our media. And we're just supposed to ignore it because it comes out of his mouth? Well, if truth comes out of Putin's mouth and lies are coming out of Biden's mouth, I'm going to follow what Putin says. And that's the simple fact of the matter. Well, you're a Putin apologist. No, I am a truth apologist. I make no apology for following the truth. None whatsoever, wherever it takes me. And by the way, I believe that's why you listen to this show. You count on us doing just that. And that's what we're going to do. And we're going to take a break right now and come right back with more of the American Adversaries on a Patriot Home Funding Friday. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably spending more time in your vehicles. So it's more important than ever that we can rely on them. That's why if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you need to know Jerry and Jana Shepard. Because you can rely on Jerry's MB to keep your Mercedes in tip-top shape without leaving your budget out of shape. With their state-of-the-art facilities, factory-trained techs, decades of experience, and reasonable prices, Jerry's MB is your dealership alternative. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. jerryzmb.com, 407-366-6499. Folks, if you've been longing for some good news, I've got some. Relax and Comfort will soon be celebrating a re-grand opening at a new location just around the corner from their present one. Winter Park Village has been undergoing major renovations that'll soon be completed, making your outings there even more enjoyable. Better yet, you don't have to wait until then to get great deals on smart, fully adjustable beds, massage chairs, zero-gravity chairs, and, of course, X chairs. So visit Don and Jackie at Relax and Comfort in the Winter Park Village to begin the most relaxing time of your life. Call 407-628-5657 and visit RelaxandComfort.com. American Adversaries listeners, owner and chef Pasquale Barba of Cafe Positano's has made dining in almost as good as dining out. He has added a freezer near the checkout full of their freshly prepared signature dishes with ingredients imported from Italy ready for your oven. Wonderful soups, desserts, pizza, pasta dishes, and my favorite, chicken marsala. Or you can make your own recipes with their fantastic marinara and tomato sauces. This is the ultimate in dine-in, take-out, fantastic food for another night. Cafe Positano, 407-774-8080. Fresh-made Italian food from Pasquale's family to you. Real estate in Florida is on fire. And to succeed in a hyper-competitive market, you need the very best mortgage broker on your home team. This is Ashley Bedford with Patriot Home Funding, the official mortgage broker of the American Adversaries Radio Network. Patriot Home Funding offers a variety of loan options, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, renovation, investor debt service coverage, bank statement loans, purchases, and refinances. Every loan you need to make your American dream come true. Call us today at 407-389-5132 or visit us on the web at myphf.com to get started on your journey. That's 407-389-5132 or myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699 and is an equal housing lender. Ashley Bedford is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 127-8530. I'm Ashley Legend, and I approve this message. 
It's official. Tijuana Flats now has carnitas. Yes! We're turning up the Tex-Mex flavors full blast with our new cranked up carnitas. Try our new queso blanco carnitas chimichanga, the chipotle barbecue pork tacos topped with bacon and barbecue sauce, and the spicy habanero carnitas burrito. And try our new dueling queso appetizer featuring new queso blanco. Order carnitas now at TijuanaFlats.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, Pierce uh, just kind of s- summarized the peace plan, if you want to call it that, that the Chinese put forward. And it's not so much what's in the plan as what Pierce said leading up to it, and that is something that the United States should have already done. In other words, China recognizes that this is an opportunity to show that they can be the world peacemaker, the, the go-to country. You know, settle things down when you need a helping hand or something like that. And this, of course, has been the role that we have played ever since World War II. Because, you know, we won the war for the most part. I mean, Russia played a major role in winning uh, the European theater. Uh, and a small, smaller role, but a significant role in defeating Japan, too. So, but we, have, we came out being the perceived as the world's peacemaker. Well, we're we're rapidly giving up that throne uh, to the Chinese, uh, and we'll see how this goes. Uh, Zelensky even thanked he he met with the Chinese uh, premier, and not premier, I mean uh, defense minister, and thanked them basically for getting involved and and uh, would like to see success in this. Of course, his idea of success is that Russia withdraws completely, and that's just not going to happen. That, that, that's, it, it's too late for that. So either this does go on until one or the other just drops down and it, it's finally done, or Ukraine has to give up uh, part of that eastern region there, that Donetsk region and, and those other regions, which were very much populated with Russian-speaking peoples. Or, number three, maybe it's not just a rumor. Maybe Putin is sick. If Putin dies, that changes the calculus of just about everything. Then that gives Russia a reason to say, we got to step back, we got to reassess. Uh, but it depends on who takes over. Sure, absolutely. Um, because some of his hardliners behind him would be just as motivated to, if not to, worse. to do what he's doing. Yeah. Exactly. Lifers. Now, uh, and, and, and I would suspect that, that we would be likely to get that more so than the alternative, and the alternative would be someone friendly to the West. In other words, somebody who's open to the World Economic Forum yep. and that sort of thing. Gorbachev died a while ago. Yeah, and I just I don't see that happening. But you know, I, you're the one that predicts the past, not me. Yeah, so, that's the past. This is the future. So, Who knows? Yeah. So there are probably a lot more options that are going to happen. We're going to find out what does happen. But you know, there is somebody who's out there who's other than the Chinese who's motivated to end this, and that's Donald Trump. He makes it very clear when he speaks, you know, that this is pushing us ever so close to World War III and that he would end it on day one. 
And I think that what he means by that is, as he would call them both of it, he said the first thing he would do when he's re-inaugurated, the first two phone calls would be to Putin and Zelensky mm-hmm. and say, you guys got to end this, get together and end it. And that would put pressure on the Ukrainians to come to reality. You know? I can see him calling them both to Geneva, Switzerland, and getting into one of those escape rooms. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we're here, and we're not leaving till you figure this out. And you know what the last 35 minutes of the program have illustrated is that, both on a macro and micro level, on the macro level, that the absence of U.S. leadership from our administration opens the door for Russia and China. On a micro level, in East Palestine, the lack of leadership from the Biden administration is laid bare by President Trump's leadership. Yeah, Nature abhors a vacuum. Yeah. In both cases. Yeah. And we'll find a way to fill it. That's for sure. Uh, and, and, and see, but the left would argue, oh, what are you talking about? Biden has NATO. They're stronger than ever. They're pulling together. He makes these tough speeches. He tells everybody like it is. Oh, he's mad all the time. That's leadership. No. That's not leadership. No, the only That's, reason NATO's ever stronger than ever is because Trump made them all pay up. Well, but I will say this, uh, that they are bound together by members, basically, of the World Economic Forum. Like today, uh, Biden, to celebrate the one-year anniversary, he has a virtual G7 meeting with Zelensky, where he gives him another $2 billion. You see, the leaders of these Western European countries are all members of the World Economic Forum. That's why I say you got the old communists, the Chinese and the Russians, fighting the new communists, the West European countries, and our country. And I, I dare say our country is currently led by the new communists. You know, this new brand of communism, that word equity, that's communism. Spelled E-Q-U-I-T-Y, or is sure. it two T's? It is not equal opportunity. It no. is equal outcome, no matter how much effort you put into something. That's right. And it, isn't ESG and DEI directly feeding into that Marxism? Yeah. And if it weren't for conservative media, we'd be in a whole lot worse shape, which they know, which they are always trying to do something about, Nostradamus. Oh, the, 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 oh, you're talking about uh, the uh, the town hall story today? Yes, yes. Katie Pavlich has a story in townhall.com uh, where she talks about a uh, State Department censorship of conservatives probe. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer announced an investigation into the State Department. It was revealed by the Washington Examiner this week that the uh, Bureau spent hundreds of millions in taxpayer dollars on censorship of conservative news outlets. Federal funds were administered by the State Department to suppress lawful speech and defund disfavored news outlets under the guise of combating disinformation. It's bad enough that it happened, but we, the people, are paying for it. And you might remember in my monologue last Friday, I talked about the Global Disinformation Index, which is this exact program. <laughs> That's right. Well, not us. He's talking about the State Department program. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> to them, we'd be the ones spreading disinformation. That's right. Uh, but we have managed to survive their efforts so far, and we will continue to strive to th- survive their efforts going forward. And fortunately, as I said, tattered as it is, and as thin as the paper has become, we still have a constitution in this country.
and it's still worth fighting for in every way that we can. In the meantime, we'll come back with more of Patriot Home Funding Friday here on the American Adversaries Radio Show. Of course, coming to you on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, which are which is, of course, WORL, Salem Media Group's News Talk Station of the Year. And then after us tonight, you got Roger Franklin Williams with Sports Center Sports Central Live, and I think he's got some uh, some more of the his interview with Mike McBath. I'll find out when he comes in, but you definitely want to tune in to hear Roger. And then of course after Roger is Charlie Kirk and Officer Tatum, and then a lot of great programming over the weekend. And we'll be back here Sunday night live at five. January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Welcome to our number two of the American Adversaries Radio Reality TV Show, coming to you live from the Relaxing Comfort Studio on a Patriot Home Funding Friday. 
Got Pierce Outlaw and Nostra Dennis in the studio along with myself, Christopher Hart. I am in on the crystal clear Thompson Jewelers Diamond Microphone. Jeff is on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. The Killer B will join us here momentarily. Actually, it's bottom of the hour. So, uh, earlier we got a call from uh, Sharita, one of our longtime loyal listeners, and uh, talking about uh, Donald Trump's visit to East Palestine. I'm, I'm sorry, Palestine on Wednesday. And then, of course, yesterday, Buttigieg was there. He had a hard hat on. Did you see that? I just found out why he decided to go and put that hard hat on. Why? Because he had on his bucket list dressing in public like one of the village people. And he didn't have the headdress to be the Indian guy. He thought that might be cultural appropriation. And the vest and the safety glasses. He was just... Make up, make believe. All decked out. There he is. Nasha Dennis is just showing him to our TV and our Rumble audiences out there. Yeah, he was all decked out in the, in the safety gear and everything. Trump shows up wearing his, you know, uh, typical suit. White shirt, no tie, but he had his long trench coat with him. But he did have rubber boots on. <laughs> so because uh, the swamp is deep. That's right. The swamp's so deep. That's right. So, and unlike Ron DeSantis, his weren't white. <laughs> that's right. His boots. So anyway, it, it you know quite the 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 you know contrast there. And of course, Biden has not yet gone, and no plans to go, according to the White House. And this weekend, he's already. Just back off to uh, Delaware there. I don't know if it's the beach house or the other house. Uh, Evidently, the FBI and DOJ have finally wrapped up their searches there. Jill is on her way back from, uh, she was in Africa. Kenya. Was it Kenya? Yeah, her husband's boss's birthplace, yeah. Oh, that's right, Mm. yes. Yes, Uh, Nasser Dennis is referring to Obama, of course. And yesterday, Jean-Pierre had the Freudian slip when she was announcing some program they were doing, and uh, she referred to Obama, uh, Biden as Obama. Uh, so no, I still say it's Hillary, but no, that's that's for another day. But anyway, uh, so the, Sharita mentioned that these people have been on her mind quite a bit, and they've been on a lot of people's mind. I mean, we no American likes to see any anybody else suffering, whether it's an American or even other people in other countries. Uh, we are a compassionate people, truly compassionate people. And the amount of donations that we make on a regular basis is just one indication of that. But, you know, this uh, situation is, as everything at some point becomes political, Trump going there was to put political pressure on the Biden administration to do the right thing by the people of East Palestine. And they did start coming off some supplies and and aid, uh, which they should have done a couple of weeks ago. But, of course, Buttigieg was there, and then, of course, he wants to blame it on Donald Trump. You know, Donald Trump, and and this is what uh, Joy Behar did. Uh, Pierce referred to her in his uh, opening remarks as well there. And Behar yesterday laid the blame pretty much at the feet of the voters of East Palestine. Uh, because oh, it's their fault. They deserved it, yeah. Yeah, because they voted for Trump. 
and uh, Trump deregulated the train industry. You know, the the train industry needed more regulation, so they needed de- Trump deregulated them, and that allowed for this to happen. So it was Trump's fault, and because he was president and they voted for him, it was their fault. Now we have told you this before, and Trump has also said this himself, and that is that they're not after him; they're after us. He's mm-hmm. just in the way. Right. This this is an example of that. And the rules that Trump changed would have had no effect on this train. That's exactly right. Not one thing. Uh, and that, by the way, has been... Uh, she, the director of the NTSB, uh, a woman by the name of Jennifer Homedy, has been saying this for a couple of weeks now. Uh, we reported on it. It was either last week or maybe even the week before where she had responded to Buttigieg's initial claims that it was Trump's fault by saying, no, it wasn't. And she had uh, she in all capital letters in a tweet said, stop spreading the disinformation, not talking to us, not talking to Trump talking to Mayor Pete. And she still has and her the job. Media. And the That's right. And she is still one of the leaders in the NTSB. So far, wow. anyway. And yeah. there's another thing that the media and the Democrats have done with this, too. Stop blaming Ron DeSantis. They're saying, well, why hasn't Ron DeSantis gone there? Ron DeSantis is not a candidate for president, and he's the governor of Florida. He ain't got no business there. Well, it, you say that, but on the one hand, I'm a little surprised he hasn't gone there. But anyway, that's that's for another. But no, it's not his obligation to go there. No, but you can't uh, win uh, the White House without winning Ohio. Well, that's that's true. And so, but and I've said this before about Behar. Everybody, oh, I wish she'd get fired and everything like that. No, let her run her, let her run her trap. I, I want her right there where she's at. And see, she's also she's part of the process. And at some level, she may understand this. Uh, she may not even think about it. Uh, but she is there to make you mad. Mm-hmm, sure. That's what she's supposed to do. That's her role in this whole topsy-turvy world of political professional wrestling. To either make you mad at what she's saying because you disagree with her, or make you mad at the focus of who she's talking about because you agree with her. Exactly. Either way. Exactly. And she's there because she does it so good. And so does Whoopi. And the others are okay. Sonny Hostin. Yeah. Isn't it funny that these three angry women... Are named Whoopi, Joy, and Sunny. <laughs> I know it is. It is. <laughs> makes no sense. Tell at me, all. God doesn't have a sense of humor, right? <laughs> uh, or it's somebody at ABC. So get mad at her. That's okay. But understand, that's what she wants you to do. And so they are the wrestler standing on the ring ropes, pounding their chest and screaming. Exactly. And that's half, exactly who they are. And half the audience hates their guts. The other half loves them to death. Yeah, and, and to me, the fact that they're doing that's not the problem. It's the problem that there are millions of Americans who support them and believe them. Well, that's because they have suspended disbelief, <laughs> right? They, they buy into it. And then part of it is it's a human thing. It's what they want to hear. So, but anyway, uh, Jennifer Homedy has made it clear that this is what we suspected from the very start. I, I, I characterize it as a broken wheel, which is you know, a clumsy way of saying basically a bearing burnt out and the, one of the wheels locked up. And they couldn't stop in time. Well, according to Homedy, they the engineers either ignored or didn't know, notice 
two of the three warnings that they got, the first two warnings that they got, because as the train's going down the track, the track evidently has sensors in it. And the sensors can transmit messages uh, to the you know, control room or whatever and to the engineers of the train. And the sensors, two of the sensors, actually three sensors detected that something was wrong. Sparks were clearly flying off the train. You can see that in videos off that one wheel or that one carriage there. And the... Uh, the engineers either didn't notice it or ignored two of the three. Finally, they saw the third one, and that's when they started to stop the train. But by then, it was too late. So Hominy is, 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 is hinting that it may have been human error that caused this train, but not Trump, the engineers. Um, so the, but that the, the warning system was working, that if they had responded initially with the first warning, there probably would not have been a derailment. But they kept going down the track, and, of course, the wheel is just getting worse and worse, and finally the wheel just broke off, and the car rolled over. Have you ever driven a car and left the parking brake on? Yeah. You can put your accelerator down, and you can get it moving, but after a while it's going to smell and start sparking. Something's going to happen, yeah. So, and once again, to, to Nostradamus' point, this had nothing to do whatsoever with this arcane, archaic re uh, regulation that they're talking about. It, it would not have changed a thing. And, and by the way, Buttigieg himself has said, and evidently this has been confirmed, and, and so obviously a lot of these are minor derailments, but supposedly there's about a thousand uh, train derailments a year. Yeah, they just yeah. don't all have toxic chemicals that spill. Yeah, there was one in South Carolina just the other day. Well, you know, why doesn't this administration do something about it? Right? They passed their big old infrastructure bill there. There's a lot of money. They should be out there rebuilding the tracks, oh, whoa, 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 refurbishing wait, you're talking the tracks. About, you're talking about infrastructure. That infrastructure money went to daycare because <laughs> daycare is infrastructure. And that infrastructure money went for green energy, not for in, interest, infrastructure of any substantial amount. So uh, once again, though, this is the blame game. We're, we're already into that. But God bless Trump. And Trump told me, he said, if they, if they don't take care of you, I'm going to come back. And we'll put more pressure on them to do that. So uh, if you want true leadership, just Donald Trump even announcing that he was going to go force this administration to do what they should have done already, uh, at least to some extent. And that was to get supplies, mainly fresh water, cleaning supplies, housing, uh, health, health the care if necessary, into those people. Uh, in uh, East Palestine. But, you know, it's, it kind of reminds me of something that happened during the Obama administration, or if you want to call it the Obama's first administration. And that was, and I believe it happened in Tennessee, but there were there was this ep epic flood, and like whole small towns were destroyed, and the media totally ignored it, I except for old Rush Fuzzbo. I remember him talking about it. But the, it, it was, it was... Uh, in, uh, you know, an unprecedented catastrophe in that part of the country. It might have been Kentucky, but I'm, I'm, I want to say it was Tennessee. And and whole little towns were destroyed. And nobody cared. Let me guess. Were they Republican districts? Well, they certainly weren't Obama country. You know, so, and, and Joy Behar, one thing she did, though, do for us, she made it very clear 
that they do not respect us. I don't care if they like us. That, that's not important. They need to respect us, however. And, but like I say, that's her job. Her job is to elicit anger from, as Nostradamus put it, from either point of view. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because that's what keeps the ratings up. So, and, I, and if the powers that be can keep us fighting against each other, it doesn't matter to them which one has the upper hand at any point in time. Exactly. As long as we are fighting each other. Exactly. Okay. You know, uh, yesterday in our contest challenge, uh, Mike came up with this notion that what private sector job should someone in the Biden cabinet or his administration have if they weren't in the uh, White House? And one of the particular people he had in mind was Rachel Levine. Well, maybe she's found her place, and we'll get to that place when we come back to this place. That, of course, is the American Adversaries on a Patriot Home Funding Friday. So nice please... tease. Nice tease, Chris. <laughs> All right. Please stay with us. We're coming right back. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Join us for the 38th annual Central Florida All-British Car Show at Henry's Depot, 212 West 1st Street in Sanford, on April 1st from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come see nearly 200 classic British cars, visit our vendors, and have lunch at Henry Depot's fabulous food court. Exhibitors and vendors can arrive for the show at 8 a.m., and trophies will be awarded at 3. Registrations can be done at our website at BritishCarClubOfCentralFlorida.com. It's free to the public with free parking, and it's a great day of family fun. Don't forget to join us Friday night, March 31st at 5.30 at the Post Time Lounge in Castleberry for our annual pre-show meet and greet. Make it a weekend of fun at the Central Florida All-British Car Show. Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at herringcpa.com. Network sound and video can make memories last forever. Like many folks, you've stored away family videos, camcorder tapes, 8mm film, photos and slides for years. You can't play your family memories even if you wanted to. The camera is broken, the VCR won't play. Bring those memories back to life by transferring them to a CD or DVD so your family can enjoy them again for a lifetime. Call 407-834-8555 or visit NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. 407-834-8555. Ahoy there, shrimp lovers. Try three new shrimply delicious dishes at Tijuana Flats. Crispy shrimp and corn tacos, fajita shrimp quesadilla, and garlic lime shrimp bowl. Order now at TijuanaFlats.com. Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You won't believe how real the experience is. To clean better, with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com. 
and traffic. We've got the answer. Answer traffic. Westbound I-4. Slow around the St. John's River Bridge around Lake Mary and from Kirkman to US-27. Eastbound I-4. Slow from Old Polk Road to Avopka Vineland and from Lake Mary to Monroe. Crash on 434 eastbound past 436. 429 slow southbound into I-4. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica. Trade kept a rolling. Uh, one last thing on that. You just had this from Josh Holly. What was that from Senator Holly? Oh, uh, Josh Holly tweeted this morning, and I agree with him, is that the United States can be the country of the globalist in Ukraine, or we can be the country of East Palestine, not both. <laughs> not both. Mm-hmm. All right. But uh, they would have us believe that in the United States you can be both a man and a woman. And, of course, that brings us to Rachel Levine. Maybe we should have played the Aerosmith tune, uh, Dude Looks Like a Lady. <laughs> no, uh, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he sure doesn't. He tries, but he doesn't come close. But uh, he is, I guess... Uh, Getting some notoriety of sorts here, Nostradamus. Well, there's going to be a book written about him, a children's chapter book series about women who spoke up and rose up against the odds is set to release a book about Rachel Levine, the first openly transgender federal official confirmed by the U.S. Senate. Here's the thing, though. Um, Author Lisa Bunker talks about Levine and says... um, Rachel Levine faced many obstacles throughout her life, but she persisted through them all and showed kids of all genders that they can succeed in their dreams, too. Here's the thing. For 80% of Rachel Levine's life, she was Richard Levine, and she was a man. Now she thinks she's a woman, but she is still a man. How does that make her an inspiring woman? Did you say this is a a kid's book? It's a children's book. It's aimed at kids age six through nine. Six through nine. Yeah. Uh, About women. Yeah. And women's another, it's a noble theme, shall we say, to have books about women who have achieved, but this guy is not a woman. No. And here's some of the past women that have been profiled. Uh, No, not Christy Noem. No, not Nikki Haley. No, not Condoleezza Rice. No, Oprah Winfrey, Sonia Sotomayor, and Greta Thunberg. What do do they all have in common? Big-time liberals. Big-time. Yeah, I would say this to Rachel Levine, and I'll just put this in South Georgia wisdom. If you put 100 women and 10 men on a desert island, in 100 years you'll have a community of men, women, boys, and girls. If you put 100 trans women and 10 men on a deserted island, in 100 years you'll have the skeletons of 110 men. <laughs> science, baby. That's about the size of it. By the way, I just got this from Larry. I'm sorry, from Jerry, too. Thanks, Jerry. says you can put lipstick on just about anything, but it's still not a woman. Mm-hmm. And Levine is not a woman, and it's ridiculous that they're doing this. But, of course, this is to groom more children to want to do the same thing. 
to to you know want to be a, a woman but not a, be a boy or a girl or a man it just it's it's just total insanity but of course this is what they're trying to push on our children and uh, at least uh, in this state and other states um, like Arkansas and Arizona and uh, and North Dakota there is pushback against this uh, this sort of trash being <clears throat> you know made available to our children and you know it's bad enough that they get this you get what they get on the uh, you know their smart devices uh, but to have this come as sort of a legitimate educational tool is is even worse in my opinion but hey yeah that's 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 Levine so but yeah his, his real name is Richard not Rachel and but this this administration you know their whole idea of fairness and equity is to put people who are unqualified in positions of authority simply because of their sexual proclivities take for instance mayor pete rachel levine jean pierre jennifer yeah. granholm right they were all meant to break some kind of barrier mm-hmm. some kind of ceiling what was the nuclear brenton. guy sam sam brenton brenton yeah 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 the, the only thing he broke was the luggage he was trying to get into <laughs> now he might be breaking out of jail and uh, and also uh the other day at the press briefing uh raggedy ann said that if biden is still president when jerome powell's next term is up the next head of the Federal Reserve will be chosen based on the demographics and uh, diversity characteristics, not based on their economic knowledge. Of course. Doesn't that make you feel wonderful, right? Uh, by the way, Jill Biden, as I said, is coming back, and she has been saying that uh, the decision to run again for Joe is already made. He's, he's been more coy about it. But she says at this point they're looking for a time and a place to make the announcement. Yes, we've told him what he wants to do. Now we're setting up where he's going to do it. That's right. Oh, huh? what? So where, where are we? Maybe they'll fill him in uh, over the weekend here. All right. So uh, when we come back, we'll have the Killer Bee join us live from the Hive. And then don't forget, after us tonight, you got Roger Franklin Williams and Blue Darter Sports Central. And I'm pretty sure he's got uh, a conversation with Mike Be- McBath in the can More for you McBath. I yes. think so. Yeah, indeed. So uh, stick around for that. And then Charlie Kirk and then Officer Tatum to wrap up your evening. Actually, it goes on 20. 20- Four seven around here, so uh, all the time you get great conservative broadcasting and a lot of great programs over the weekend as well, uh, including, of course, the American Adversaries Sunday evening three-hour classic tour. Where Sunday night at six o'clock, we're going to talk for a while with Mike McCormick about his knowledge of a man who he traveled pretty extensively with around the world, including to China and to the Ukraine. And that would, of course, that person be Joe Biden. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Heavy rain and snow are pounding California and other parts of the West in the latest winter storm to hit the United States. 
Meanwhile, Michigan is shivering through extended power outages caused by one of the worst ice storms in decades. The weather has closed major roads around the country, caused traffic pileups, closed schools, and snarled air travel. A nine-year-old girl known for excelling in school and gymnastics is among three people killed in what authorities have described as a random series of shootings by a lone gunman outside Orlando. Tyona Major's father posted photos of her on social media wearing medals won in gymnastics competitions. Family friend Julie Schroeder said the Florida third grader was polite and affectionate. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 336 points. More details at srnnews.com. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Call me and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg, and you can sell your home with ease with the Golden Group. 407-484-2689. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably spending more time in your vehicles. So it's more important than ever that we can rely on them. That's why if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you need to know Jerry and Jana Shepard because you can rely on Jerry's MB to keep your Mercedes in tip-top shape without leaving your budget out of shape. With their state-of-the-art facilities, factory-trained techs, decades of experience, and reasonable prices, Jerry's MB is your dealership alternative. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. jerryzmb.com, 407-366-6499. Folks, if you've been longing for some good news, I've got some. Relax and Comfort will soon be celebrating a re-grand opening at a new location just around the corner from their present one. Winter Park Village has been undergoing major renovations that'll soon be completed, making your outings there even more enjoyable. Better yet, you don't have to wait until then to get great deals on smart, fully adjustable beds, massage chairs, zero-gravity chairs, and, of course, X chairs. So visit Don and Jackie at Relax and Comfort in the Winter Park Village to begin the most relaxing time of your life. Call 407-628-5657 and visit RelaxandComfort.com. Welcome to the American Adversaries. Drive Time, the Titans of Talk Radio. On AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerOrlando.com, AmericanAdversaries.com. Streaming on Rumble. And a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action. Well, if you ask me where I come from, Here's what I tell everyone I was born by God's dear grace In an extraordinary place With the stars and stripes And the eagle flies All right, welcome back to the American Adversaries on a Patriot Home Funding Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
So you got Pierce Outlaw, Nostra Dennis, and myself, Christopher Hart, in the Relax and Comfort Studio. I am on the Crystal Clear Thompson Jewelers Diamond Microphone. And it is now time to go and stir up the hive and see if we can get the killer bee to come out and buzz around with us a little while. Of course, I'm talking about the author of Truth Be Told, which you can get on Amazon. And, of course, I'm talking about B. Brian Blair. B. Brian Blair, how are you doing tonight? Doing good, Chris. How about you? Not too bad. Not too bad. So, Wednesday, President Trump went to East Palestine. Last weekend, Biden went to Kiev and Poland. And yesterday, Mayor Pete went to East Palestine. In raw political, you know, talk, who got the most mileage out of their trip? Well, without a doubt, uh, Trump did. Um, Buttigieg was there to clean up Biden's uh, no-show, and uh, it was obvious by the people of Palestine's reactions. All the ones that I saw, at least the outtakes and the clips that I saw, were all fav- more favorable to uh, President Trump. And what about the you know the country in general, though? Looking at uh, that, and looking at you know Biden on the world stage, you know, wartime president, pretty big deal. Well, he's not much of a wartime president, but he's what we got. So, you know, we have to hope and pray that um, he does the best thing possible. But I think that both parties are tired of the open checkbook policy. There has got to be some kind of a sit down, some kind of a talk. That's what they should be encouraging more so than war. Uh, Biden's encouraging more war by sending more tanks. Uh, by sending more equipment and by sending uh, the taxpayers money with no apparent uh, limitations. You know, this war to me has sort of the same feeling as the scamdemic. In other words, if you dare speak against, you know, the accepted storyline, you are somehow a heretic, you're a threat, you're spreading disinformation, all of this sort of thing. You, You cannot you know, question authority, basically, here, Killer B. No, and, um, you know, he's ruling with an iron fist, and so are those around him. That's the way they're instructed. I heard today that um, uh, actually China wants to try to broker a peace deal. Yeah, we spoke about it earlier. Uh, Pierce here summarized it for us. I mean, it's not much of a deal, but the whole point is, here are the Chinese now standing up looking like the world peacemaker, for lack of a better way to put it, which is the role that the United States has played pretty much solely, exclusively since World War II. Yes, we have always been the defender of democracy. and um, But, you know, this is, for some reason, this has a different tone. Um, and nobody... Um, I don't believe uh, all of Putin's rhetoric. We know we're in a country in Ukraine that's very corrupt. Um, We have no real accountability of the dollars sending um, munitions and uh, weapons of, uh, you know, weapons of war to the country are one thing, but sending cash is another thing. Um, We've got the Red Cross. We've got Samaritan's Purse. We have some great people helping uh, all the displaced people, and that's wonderful. But in the meantime, we need to find some grown-ups in the room that are going to sit down, uh, that are going to lobby China. In my opinion, that's who 
needs to come out of this, uh, I mean, who they need to really involve in this, if China wants to really show that they care about people, they could really um, do a world of good for their nation by being the ones that, uh, A, don't uh, get involved with Russia, and B, um, try to broker a peace deal. But once again, isn't that our detriment? That we're we, you know, we begin to look like a, a second-rate power if they're successful at doing that, Killer B. Well, surely uh, we will look out like a second-rate power, but we've got a second-rate administration. I mean, <laughs> um, well put. You know, it's it, it's hard to uh, you know get well, uh, you know turnips from lemons it's hard to uh, you know get gold from just uh, dirty dust and this is one of the things i've been cautioning about on this show for over a year now and that is that joe biden is the last person you should ever want to go i wouldn't go to war with the girl scouts with him as commander in chief why would you want to go to war with a, a, a you know a nuclear power with this buffoon as commander in chief it's it's a fool's errand, in my opinion. Anyway, Pierce, go ahead. Yeah, um, back to the point that the way the administration is treating Ukraine is similar to COVID. Biden tweeted this today, and I quote, All across the nation, in big cities and small towns, Ukrainian flags fly from our homes. <laughs> Over the past year, Democrats and Republicans have come together to stand for freedom. That's who Americans are. That's what Americans do. I don't know about you guys, but I get around pretty good bit, and I know the Killer B does. Have you seen any Ukrainian flags on houses? I haven't. Killer B? Not a one. Not a one. Yeah. And, you know, it's just more of his constant pulling the wool over people's eyes. That's all That's all he can do. I mean, everybody knows he has the worst uh, record on foreign policy of any senator or any uh, vice president of, of anybody in politics. And here he is, the leader of our nation, you know, trying to, um, trying to lead, and he's simply not doing a good job of uh, filling that role. The meanwhile, uh, we just spoke right before we went to, to this segment that Jill Biden is on her way back from Africa. She was over there in Kenya, and she's made it very clear to the reporters, <clears throat> pardon me, that the, the decision for Biden to run has already been made. They're just thinking of the time and place to announce it. And, of course, the implication is he's going to announce that he is running, not that he is not going to run. And uh, so far, he, he does have an opponent, though. Marianne Williamson has gotten into this thing. But if he decides to run, it's basically going to be, you know, he, he's just going to be, uh, you know, coronated. There will be really no Democrat primary, Killer B. Absolutely. And um, I just, I truly feel like there's no way that he's going to beat the, uh, the Republican that is left standing. Well, that's that's uh, the way the polls look right now. That would be the case is that that he would lose. But of course, uh, he is the president of the United States. He's depicting himself as this wartime president and this, uh, you know, consequential president, more so than FDR in terms of domestic policy. He'll have his own things he'll be bragging about. Killer B, and of course, they'll be making that mo emotional argument that he's the good guy and the Republican will be wanting to spoil all those good things. And in politics, 20 months is a lifetime. Yeah. 
Indeed. Well, that's true, but there's an old saying, never brag about tomorrow until tomorrow comes. And we haven't seen um, this completely unfold. And until we do, he can keep bragging right now. But the first thing that goes wrong, and we wind up getting in World War III, um, you're going to see Biden hiding. Right. And don't you think that the American public, after really 21 years of constant war since after 9-11, is tired of it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's it's amazing that um, the Democrats are more in favor of this war than the Republicans by a long shot. I know. The so-called, you know, compassionate peaceniks, right? I mean, where is that? Remember Code Pink? What was that lady's name? Her son had been killed in the war, and then her, she spent the you know dog and George W. Bush everywhere he went. She was there. Yeah, red-haired lady. I can see her, but I can't remember her name. Where is she now? I mean, where are these organizations now? Uh, they go silent. But isn't this more of an indictment? Biden, the indictment's on him because he happens to be in power right now. But just showing how quick the quote-unquote warmonger label can flip from left to right, they're all bought and paid for by the same industries and people. You know, it just happens to be that the Democrats in power right now and a Republican establishment president would be doing the exact same thing because McConnell was over there with Schumer last week. There's only one candidate that we know of for president that will stop this, and it's Donald J. Trump. I agree wholeheartedly, Pierce. In, in the meantime... Uh, you know, uh, Governor DeSantis was up in, it was, uh, what, New York, Illinois, and I want to say Ohio. It might have been Pennsylvania. But uh, he was up there, you know, supposedly recruiting peace, police officers. But obviously, you know, it, it's it's sort of a campaign, even though it's not been declared yet, uh, as far as DeSantis goes. But, you know, we're right here on the eve of the regular session. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be done, and somebody has proposed a bill having to do with dogs riding in your car. Is that right, Nostradamus? It is, and I did not know that this was a major issue that required legislative action, but here it is. Well, you know, a couple of years ago, we had to pass a law that made it okay to ride a bicycle without a seat on it. That's right, because you know the rash of people riding without seats, it it was a real pain in the butt, I'll say. On to this bill. Florida State Senator Lauren Book, a rare Democrat in the legislation, uh, proposed a change in an animal welfare bill that would make it illegal for man's best friend to stick its head out car windows. It would also ban the declawing of cats, create a registry of animal abusers, and limit cosmetic testing on animals. According to these rules, drivers would no longer be allowed to let a dog put its head or any other body part outside a motor vehicle window while the motor vehicle is driving on a public roadway. They also couldn't be held in the lap of their owner while driving. They would have to either be in a crate, a harness, or a pet seatbelt, or under the control of someone other than the driver. Now, Killerby, this is a Democrat proposing this, but this this session is a rare opportunity, especially for Republicans, because not only, obviously, do we have a very popular Republican governor, but we have a supermajority in both houses of the legislature, in both the House and the Senate. And I, not, not, once again, this is a Democrat bill, but what I'm afraid of is that the Republicans are going to fall short of what they could be doing. 
Are you concerned at all? I don't see this bill passing. I don't. Um, it's it's interesting to talk about, and it's amazing that somebody can think about these things um, when we have so many other pressing issues going on. And she's going to, what about the people that have no air conditioning in their cars? And, um, you know, are they going to sit back and uh, hold their dog? What is a doggy seatbelt? I've never seen a doggy seatbelt. Um, apparently there's doggy seatbelts. I mean, I, I think Pierce has one for his dog. Where do you, where do you stop? <laughs> right. I mean, where do you, where do you, where does this stop? Yeah. This, this is totally against Liberty. Yeah, Brian, I, I have full disclosure, a miniature schnauzer. He wears a harness. He has a car seat with a towel on it and he has his doggy seatbelt and he puts his head out the window and he loves it. And I'm not, they can just come arrest me. I'm not, changing what my doggy likes for 11 years has been doing ain't happening. They can just put me in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, but still I've never seen a doggy seatbelt, you know, an actual doggy seatbelt. I know they have crates and things that, you know, you can set your dog in, and I'm assuming that you're talking about something <laughs> similar to a car seat for a child. Yeah, yeah. kind of, sort of, but not really. But uh, I think the bigger issue here is this is the top Democrat in Tallahassee, elected Democrat with the most, not necessarily seniority, but the most power. And uh, this is what they're coming up with. Wow, it doesn't sound like a winning formula for elections to me, um, for helping their party win elections. But Well, um, I guess, once again, they're, they're counting on the Republicans fumbling things, and they'll be there to catch them when they fall, I suppose. Well, based on what's happening in Washington and has for the past 30 years, that's a safe bet. <laughs> I guess it is. All right. Killer Bee, stay with us, please. Folks, please get a copy of his book or two. They make great gifts, by the way. Truth Be Told by the Killer Bee himself. And, of course, you spell that B with two E's. We'll be right back with the Killer Bee and you, I do hope. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. American Adversaries listeners, owner and chef Pasquale Barba of Cafe Positano's has made dining in almost as good as dining out. He has added a freezer near the checkout full of their freshly prepared signature dishes with ingredients imported from Italy ready for your oven. Wonderful soups, desserts, pizza, pasta dishes, and my favorite, chicken marsala. Or you can make your own recipes with their fantastic marinara and tomato sauces. This is the ultimate in dine-in, take-out, fantastic food for another night. Cafe Positano, 407-774-8080. Fresh-made Italian food from Pasquale's family to you. Real estate in Florida is on fire. And to succeed in a hyper-competitive market, you need the very best mortgage broker on your home team. This is Ashley Bedford with Patriot Home Funding, the official mortgage broker of the American Adversaries Radio Network. Patriot Home Funding is a variety of options, conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, renovation, investor debt service coverage, bank statement loans, purchases, and refinances. Every loan you need to make your American dream come true. 
you. Call us today at 407-389-5132 or visit us on the web at myphf.com to get started on your journey. That's 407-389-5132 or myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. Ashley Bedford is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 1278530. I'm Ashley Legend, and I approve this message. For years, I've been seeing that shrimp and ticks mix be going together like salt in the sea. And alas, Tijuana Flats answered the call. New Tex-Mex takes on shrimp at Tijuana Flats. Crispy shrimp tacos with corn salsa, fajita shrimp quesadilla, and a tasty shrimp bowl with signature garlic lime sauce. These delicious new shrimp dishes loaded with Tex-Mex flavors are sure to be your new favorite. Only at Tijuana Flats. All right, we are back. We are live. We are the American Adversaries on a Patriot Home Funding Friday, getting you ready for the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and then we'll get you out of the weekend on Sunday night. Don't forget, we're here live at 5 on Sundays as well. Nostra Dennis, Pierce Outlaw, myself speaking with the Killer B, B. Brian Blair. B. Brian Blair, did you see any of this four-person from the special special grand jury set up by the prosecutor in Fulton County, Georgia, uh, the Wiccan, the witch, who was out running her mouth about the grand jury. Did you catch any of that? No, I did not. We had Legends Lunch today, so I missed uh, a whole day's cycle of news. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, she she really hit the airwaves, I guess, Wednesday evening, and uh, her name is Coors. Is, is it Coors? K- yeah. K-U-H-R-S, yes. Yeah, a- Amy Coors. Emily. Uh, Emily, I'm sorry, Emily Coors, and she is given these bizarre interviews where she makes these sort of quirky facial expressions and giggles and laughs and talks about this grand jury proceeding and intimating that there's going to be indictments, as many as a dozen people or more, uh, also intimating that Donald Trump is going to be one of them, but even CNN and others in the liberal media had to admit that she probably just spoiled the case against Donald Trump if there was one. Any thoughts? Oh, on- yes, I did. I, I understand what you're talking about now. Yes, yes, yes. Um, first off, this woman's a wacko. Um, obviously, uh, to put it, uh, you know, lightly. <laughs> you can see that in about 30 seconds of any of her interviews. Uh, you come to that conclusion yeah. pretty quickly. She's unemployed, a uh, court stenographer who's unemployed, has never voted in an election before, but supposedly loves politics and wanted nothing more than to swear Donald Trump in. You know? Yes, and she couldn't wait to tell her boyfriend and all this stuff. I mean, she's. I, how do you get on? Uh, how can you possibly say this and be involved in a case? I, I mean, mean yeah, this is Karen out of central casting, right? Here's the thing, though, uh, and I, I saw this in an article today about this whole thing because the media is is kind of up in arms and angry at her for doing this. But who put her on the air? She's answering the questions they're asking her. Right. And, and, and exactly. I guess they violated the, you know, what's the rule they say for lawyers? Uh, you know, Never you... ask a question that you don't know the answer to. Come on. <laughs> but, of course, she was given the answers that they wanted, but it turned out to be not so good. 
you know, but this is good news for Donald Trump because if they do move forward with these indictments, she's going to play a major role in this thing. And obviously, that's not going to be good for whoever side she's on, right? No, you're exactly right. And I mean, how much more can they, uh, you know, you want that pound of flesh, right? Well, uh, Donald Trump's down to a skeleton because they've taken every pound of that man's flesh that you could possibly take, but they continue to dig for more. And he continues to come out on top. And I just don't understand when they're going to realize that they're turning the guy into a, a better, uh, they're making Democrats start to stomach him. And that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah, I'm reading a story here uh, from MSNBC. And uh, one of their op-ed people, Barbara McQuaid, is uh, just saying, basically, uh, I am mortified that a grand juror is talking about this publicly. One of the things Cora said happened in the grand jury room. Another member of the grand jury, she claims, brought a newspaper into the room every day and pointed out stories about their investigation. That is absolutely against the rules. Whatever the verdict they come out with or whatever recommendation should be thrown right out. Yeah. Once again, politically speaking, and I think that we're going to see more of this sort of thing, obviously not this particular thing, but this sort of thing where events are turning toward Donald Trump. You know, all of this abuse that he's taken is now beginning to turn in his favor, Killer B, and this is what you've been talking about, what we've been talking about, but I, I do believe this is a clear example of it. No, yeah, I, I agree, because they are searching for anything that they possibly can to to stop him, because nothing's worked. They, they've they tried everything. They've impeached him twice. They, they've done everything. They've raided his family's home in the middle of the night. Uh, they've done just the opposite uh, to him as they have to Joe Biden, um, you know, for the same crime. But, um, you know, and people see this, and people still believe in the spirit of the law, and that's simply not happening. They are um, piling on, you know, the media would be, if they were starting at the their opponent's goal line, would have, uh, would, uh, have a safety, uh, the, their opponents would have a safety on the other side for the amount of penalties they have. I mean, it's ludicrous. Yeah, I mean, the ball would be worked all the way back down the field the other way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But once again, this this is going to work to Trump's advantage. And I believe, once again, that we're going to see more instances of this, especially if, as the House and these committee hearings go on. And it's it's not going to be one thing, you know, that's a, finally this big, ex, you know, explosive story that switches everything immediately. It's going to be sort of this slow drip of one after another, these lies and these things are going to start falling by the wayside, and there will be Donald Trump standing there. Yeah, it's like, you know, you know, you hear a person lie so many times or, or tell so many different stories about the same person, but you just stop listening after a while, and that's what I believe people are starting to get immune to, uh, well, uh, Donald Trump's being uh, was found doing this or, um, you know, whatever they're trying to get negative that they're trying to stick on him. It's just starting to be fall on deaf ear. And he is still, you know, running very well in the Republican primary polls and most of the polls that matter, the ones that are fairly accurate anyway, show him defeating Biden and Harris in head to head matchups. 
and and I think that's just going to get even better for him. So I agree. Yeah. Anyway, and and soon he's going to be going back to the rallies too. So we're going to start seeing enthusiasm building that way, and it's it's going to be hard for other Republicans. and And if they're going to get into this thing, they need to get in pretty quickly. I mean, declare so that they can start putting together organizations. The Republican Party announced today that the first primary debate is going to be in August. Well, that in you know political terms is right around the corner. Yeah. So DeSantis, Pompeo, Pence, all these people, if they're going to get in, they need to do it fairly quickly, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I have, um, well, I, I have some reservations as to whether they will. I mean, Nikki Haley's in the race. Um, they may just say, well, let them duke it out and and let's see what happens. I don't think Pompeo's going to get into the race. Um DeSantis, I'm still, you know, that's a question mark. But, um, uh, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see, but that's how I feel right now. Yeah. They were just showing a poll on Fox News where, among Republicans, Trump had a 15-point lead over the next challenger, who was DeSantis, 45 to 30. Yeah. And that's fairly typical. You know, next week is CPAC, and CPAC right. is going to have their straw poll and I'm predicting it's going to be pretty much in line with the straw polls they've had the prior two years, which shows Trump about 55, 59 percent, DeSantis about 25, 30 percent, and then all the rest. Nobody under- else getting double digits. Exactly. And is there any, any indication that Trump's actually going to be at CPAC? I would bet that he will be. Mm-hmm. That would be my bet. Well, Killer B, we're out of time tonight, but we love you. Take care of yourself. We look forward to talking to you next week. Love you guys, too. Have a safe and blessed weekend. Thank you. You better believe it. And don't forget his book, Truth Be Told. It's on Amazon. You can get copies, and I advise you to do so. Truth Be Told by Killer B. That's B. Brian Blair. That's going to wrap it up for us. Okay, you got Sports Central coming up next. Roger Franklin Williams here live in the studio. And then uh, Charlie Kirk and then Officer Tatum. So keep loving. Keep praying. Don't give up. Night, everybody. FM 94.9, The Answer, WORL, Orlando, News Talk Station of the Year, with this SRN News update, starting now. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com, I'm Keith Peters reporting. First Lady Jill Biden says her husband is ready to run for a second term. Correspondent Shelley Adler reports. While there hasn't been an official announcement, First Lady Jill Biden tells